Hello everyone, this is Levi Gelb from the Chassidish Parsha, and you're listening to the new podcast, Chassidus, which is an explanation in English of Sefer HaMaymarim Tafrish Samaches from the Rebbe Rashab, each episode containing an explanation of one page from that Sefer with the goal to finish the entire Sefer. And at the beginning of every episode, we'll also have a synopsis of the previous episode. You'll also notice in the description for that day's episode, there'll be a short synopsis in English, and also there'll be a link there to become a monthly supporter to make this show possible. Um, please tap the link in that description or visit anchor.fm slash to become a monthly supporter. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope you enjoy. I'd like to say a special thank you to our first monthly supporter, Matis Polak. Thank you so much for helping maintain this show and helping improve it and helping spread Chassidus. And to everybody else, please consider becoming a monthly supporter for even a small donation of 5 to $10. It will really help to make this show continue and become better. Starting the fourth Mimer, the new Mimer, Tafir Samaches, page Chafei, page 25. yourself the first day of the four species that make up the Lulav, and also the the esrik, all these four species, you take them together to fill the mitzvah of lulav. to understand what is this whole idea of taking the lulav? What does it mean spiritually? What's going on by taking all these four different species and putting them together? What are you accomplishing? Why were these specifically these four different species chosen to be the commandment of the lulav and not different species? Why specifically these four species of the lulav, the esrik, the hadasim, and the aravis? This is what the meaning of the verse says. It shall be for only for you, only for the Jewish people, and the anyone foreign shall not be with you. So what is the meaning of this verse? And then the in the Medrash over there, it counts a couple different things. Where it says lachem that the, the that the mitzvah is only for you and not for anybody else to explain this verse, it says it should only be for you and and other people, the foreign people should not be with you, the people that aren't Jewish, and it says lachem. Only the Jewish people were commanded in certain mitzvah. And amongst them, it it, it counts also the lachem lachem. The you shall take for yourself the the the, the, the lulav. That only it's only for you and not for other people, and that's the meaning of the verse. That you lechol vadecho should only be for you and not ein lezar mitoch, and not for anybody else but you. And similarly, it's not understood what is the meaning of that medrash. All the mitzvahs are only given to the Jewish people, and why does it say specifically? It points out the four species of the lulav. It says it shall be for you. Um, that they're only for you. All the mitzvahs are only for the Jewish people. So why does it single out the lulav? To understand, we got the first preface that we said in the previous Maimer from the Medrash on the verse Hashem separated from between the light and the darkness, and it says, "What does he mean? He separated. He separated it to himself." And we explain what that meant. In his Barla'il, the Koyal, he said that it refers to the infinite energy of Hashem before before the contraction and the concealment of that divine energy to allow for a more contracted energy to create worlds. So it refers to that infinite energy before the Tzimtzum, 
Hashem, so to say, separated it off to himself, because the world is not fitting to use it, which means because that infinite energy before the Tzimtzum is too high to be the source for the uh, limited life force of the worlds. The life force of the worlds, the energy of godliness which can create worlds, is only from the energy which comes after the Tzimtzum, after the divine contraction of the energy. Which that is a... Um, a contracted external ray of godliness, which is totally not like the nature of the first light, which meaning the infinite light of Hashem before the symptom. Even though that, even that light, like we explained, is just a a, a a external ray from the essence of Hashem, and it has nothing nothing compared to that essence. Nevertheless, being every being that it's the idea of of light, every light is similar to the source of the light. So just like the source of the light, the essence of Hashem is unlimited. So to that. And that energy which extends from Hashem's essence is also unlimited. And that energy is not able to be the, to the source for the created of, creation of limited worlds. Therefore, it has to be a symptom of contraction, concealment, of infinite energy to allow for a finite energy to come down, which is totally not like the nature of the first energy to enliven the finite worlds. But the light of Hashem, the energy of Hashem, which, which is above the symptom, is not relative to be, it's not able to be the source for the world. It's not within the same realm of the worlds, of the limited worlds. And that's what it means, that Hashem separated that original light, meaning the light from before the symptom, the infinite, unlimited energy, he separated it to himself, he removed it, meaning he concealed it from the world to allow for a drawing down of the kav, the light of the kav, the limited, contracted energy to be source of the worlds. In truth, we can even explain this idea of Hashem separating this un- in the unlimited energy, <clears throat> the Atzmoit separating it to Himself. It can also apply to the 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 unlimited energy of Hashem, how it is before, even before the Tzimtzum, before this um, divine concealment. Until now, we we're saying that this is the idea of the Tzimtzum, the contraction, how He separated that unlimited energy to Himself. And concealed it to allow for the drawing down of the limited energy, but we can even relate this idea how it is before this symptom. Shenasa habdola mashuhu laatzmai hinish lamaylamino elamis legamrei or mashuhu begeder shaychus alkapanim leelamis. The idea of he separated it to himself is this separation of something mashuhu laatzmai that which is to, what a, a divine energy which is totally to himself meaning which is totally above transcending any relationship with the worlds and then there's a the level of the divine energy which has at least it's in the realm of being re- relative to the worlds it's not yet obviously totally a source for limited creations but it's a divine energy which is before the tzimtzum, before this contraction and concealment of the energy, but it's still that this energy has somewhat of a relationship and has somewhat relative to the worlds. Even though still this energy, being that it's before the tzimtzum, it's not yet able to be a, a direct source for them. To explain this, these two ideas of this, these two levels of divine energy before the tzimtzum. It's known that in the infinite energy, the unlimited energy of Hashem, there's two levels. There's the there's the essence of the light, and how, and how that light already extends out to, so to say, outwards, and is is an extension, not the essence of the light, how it is to itself, but the light, how it is already extending, going out. Um, in the direction of going out towards the worlds. 
the inain is barely ill. Explained before the eidin seif zeo b'chinas ha'ora. We said before that the eidin seif when we say the the light of the infinite one, meaning the infinite energy of Hashem, that's referring to just a external ray of, of divine energy. She b'chinas hamshocha v'gilim inatzim. That's uh, meaning it's just a drawing down a revelation from the essence of Hashem, and leib b'chinas muhus atzim cholonat, and not the actual essence of Hashem. And that's why we, but even though it's just a external ray, we said that the ray is, being that we're talking about the idea of light here, the ray is totally comparable to the source of the light, and therefore it's me'ena etzim, it's totally comparable to the etzim, therefore it's also unlimited. So even that external ray of energy is still unlimited, and but it's still external, it's external ray, meaning it's not the essence of the light, how it is into itself before it, so to say, is now extending to have somewhat a relationship with worlds. That's the so the ain't safe. That's the already the external the external energy how it's already drawing down and being a revelation from the essence of Hashem and not the essence itself. And every type of drawing down extension of the divine energy. There's two levels. There's the essence of this of this flow of energy. How it is totally is to, it's still above. Um, Revelation, and then there's the revelation of that of the total revelation of the energy, which is how that's what you that's when you define it as being an actual hispashtr, say extension, not the essence of the matter. So in every drawing down, there's two levels. There's the there's the the essence. There's the actual flow of that drawing down of that energy, but how it is still above being totally revealed. And then there's the revelation of that energy, how it's already extending outwards, and that's not that's not anymore relating to the the essence of that to the actual light itself. So we're talking about already something which is external from the from the person, or in this in this case, external from Hashem. It's already an idea of hamshacha. It's already being drawn down from Hashem. It's not the essence of Hashem. But even in this energy, which is being drawn down from Hashem, the external ray, there is the ray how it is to itself. And then there's the ray how it's already going outwards. It's already revealing that the, it's already revealing the essence of that ray. So in every, draw, in every hamshacha, in every drawing down of energy, there's these, or any drawing down of anything, um, there's always these two stages. And so too it is in the infinite energy of Hashem before the Tzimtzum, being that this is already the, the ray from the, from the essence of Hashem, there is the essence of that light which is being drawn down, which is still above being revealed, is still above being relative to the, to the worlds, meaning above being revealed, above applying to anything outside of itself. And to understand this more, so what does this mean? an analogy for this idea in the person's soul that we're talking about now, it's, a, it's an extension from the essence of Hashem. It's an external ray from the essence, but it's, that, it's the, this ray, how it is in, on, into its, in and of itself without re- relating to anything outside of itself. It's above being revealed. So that's like in a person's soul, the etzim hakoyach, the actual power of the soul. Which is the potential of that of that energy or of that faculty of the soul before it actually extends out to relate to the actual organ that it's going to relate to. And then there's the actual revelation of that of that koyach, of that energy, of that faculty of the soul and how it extends outwards or relates to that specific limb. So you have the you have the let's say the the, the power of sight. 
So that's stemming from the soul, the, the spiritual energy of the soul giving the eyeball the ability to see. So there, that, there's different stages in how that power of sight is drawn down from the essence of the soul. So first there's the already, how, how this, this koyach, this specific power, the giving the eye to, to, even the ability of the eye to see, there is, first of all, it's already extending from the essence of the soul. The essence of the soul is totally above any definition. It doesn't relate to specific faculties, powers of the soul. And that's like your dear here, the Uryan Seif, the infinite energy of Hashem. There's this, the light of the soul, which is already, which is already outside of the soul itself, but it's not yet specifically relating to that power of sight. It's now, it's a, it's the potential and the undefined potential yet for that ability to see. And then there's how that actual power of sight extends, extends out and starts taking on specific definition and relating to the actual eyeball and, and the relating to the actual idea of seeing. Well, so that's the two stages in every Hamshacha. There's the essence of the, the thing, how it is in, in, in and of itself, and more like the potential for it, the undefined state where it's still simple. And then there's how it's already extending out of itself and becoming into real revelation and relating to that specific, uh, the, uh, actualizing that specific potential. And about this, these two stages of the divine energy, the essence of the of the of the flow of energy and how it already extends out from that essence and how it already becomes revealed about this it says in the Pirkei Lezer, before the world was created there was him there was a shem and his name alone what does that mean it's seemingly we're talking about before creation here so and the whole idea of a name is an external part of the person it's not the person itself it's how he how he relates to other people so that other people can call him by his name, how he isn't, how the person is by himself, he doesn't need a name, it's only for the sake of the other person. So what is this idea of the name of Hashem before the worlds were created, before there was anything separate from him, so to say, before there was any feeling of separateness, there is no need, for, so to seemingly, for a name. So what is the idea of the name of Hashem before creation? So what does it mean that before the world was created? Here we're relating to, not just before the actual creation, but before the potential for creation, before the Simpson for the, the contraction, the concealment on the unlimited energy, before this contraction, before the symptom, like we're talking about here, that these two levels are the idea, the idea of separating the energy to himself, how it relates before the symptom, before that symptom, there is him and his name. Who, what is the idea of him? That's the infinite energy of Hashem. Not the essence of Hashem, literally, not the real essence of Hashem. Because about Atzimus, the essence, the, the true essence of Hashem, you cannot say, you cannot define it at all and say Him. Because Him, the word Hu, in, in Hebrew, always relates to, you're talking to somebody who's not right here in your presence right now. It's something which is concealed from you. It's you're talking about somebody who's not present. Who? But the essence of Hashem, you can't define it as who as something which is concealed or something which is revealed. The essence of Hashem is above all definition. Like it says, the is totally simplistic, the utmost simplicity, without any definition at all. And therefore, the essence of Hashem, you can't even define it, you can't call it who, him, relating to the meaning saying it's concealed from us. The essence of Hashem is actually called you. Kiddua, as explained in other places, 
that that's why the essence of Hashem is called you. So what is this level of who, him? That's relating to the infinite energy of Hashem, which is already an external ray from him. But it's still, even though it's an external ray, it's referring to the essence of that external ray, which is totally still above being revealed and taking on actual revelation and extending down to the, to the, for the sake of the worlds, even though it's not actually creating the worlds, but at least going down to become a relative to worlds. Ushmoi, and the idea of the name of Hashem, which was before the Tzimtzum, that's already relating to the revelation of that external energy. Because the whole idea of a name is a revelation. Like the name of a person, which is how the person already is relating to the outside of himself. Like we said, that the whole idea of a name is only so you can other people can call you by that name and so you can relate to them. Whereas how you are by yourself, you don't need a name. So the idea of a name is how you reveal yourself, how you relate to the outside world. So that's the idea of the name of Hashem before the world is creation, before the tzimtzum, meaning that it's the revelation of that external ray of divine energy, not the essence of the energy itself. It's how it's already extending and being revealed. But obviously not revealed to actually create the worlds, but it revealed to be relative to the worlds, to be eventually a source for creation. And this is similar to what it says in the verse, You are Hashem. You are Hashem um, alone. The Ata. So now we can uh, explain the specific wording of this verse. You are Hashem alone. The Ata is When it says you, uh, that you, like we just said before, relates to the, the true essence of Hashem. How he is above revelation, above concealment, above any definition. And when it says Ata, who Havaya, it uses three terms here Ata, who, and Havaya. So, who and Havaya, him and the name Havaya of Hashem, the four little name of Hashem, that relates to the, the essence of the, of the external ray of energy of Hashem, which is also still an unlimited ray of energy because it's before the Tzimtzum, and to the revelation of that energy. Which is the same idea we said before, before creation, there's him, which, relating to the, which relates to the essence of the external ray of energy, and the Shmoy, the revelation of that of that energy already going down for the sake of creation. So, Ata is the true essence of Hashem, who is already how Hashem is, how, how the external ray of energy from Hashem, but still how it's above the symptom. And the Atahu Havaya is already the name of Hashem, one of the names of Hashem, how that energy is being revealed to become an eventual source for creation. And how do you know that the, the name Havaya relates to the name of Hashem, the revelation of that energy? Because in the other verse it says, I am Hashem, and it uses the word Yud Kevavke, Havaya, I am Havaya, that is my name. So we see that the connection of Havaya to the name of Hashem. It's, it's self understood that the essence of this energy, the essence of this unlimited energy, which is still the external ray of Hashem, but for, before the symptom, the essence of that energy, how it is in and of itself, it is still totally above, it's not within the realm of having any relativity, any connection to the the finite worlds, totally above that, any relativity, any connection to the finite worlds. So, like in the, going back to the analogy of the soul, for this level of godliness, like any potential power, the power of the soul, how it, it's still in its potential state before it's taken on a specific form. How do you move the It's still to, it's totally removed 
from any of the revelations which is going to stem from that potential. To the extent that when the when the powers of the soul are in this we were in this essential state in this undefined simple potential state, they're not able to. You cannot even call them a, a source for the actual power, like the power of sight, because they're so far removed, so undefined, so simple that you're, they're not they're not relative at all to the actual power. How it's going to end up being a defined power of sight specifically. So it's a self-understood then that the essence of the light, it's totally not, it's not in the realm of revelation, it's not in the realm of being a source for revelation. It's totally not, it's totally not a, um, relative to say that it has any relationship or connection with the worlds at all. It not only transcends being an eventual source from the world, it transcends even being, uh, it transcends even the idea of being uh, revealed, of being a, a, a revealed love, meaning there's the essence of the light and there's how the light, that essence comes into revelation. And this, the essence of the light is still, is even above the revelation of that essence. It's so far removed, it's so simple and undefined, it's not even re- relative to the revelation of itself. However, even now, in the revelation of this light, of this energy, there is two levels. So until now, we're talking about the, there is the, first of all, the external ray from Hashem, the Urian Saif, that's the unlimited energy of Hashem. That's the essence of the light, the essence of the Hamshacha, the essence of that thing before it's actually drawn down. But it's still not the essence of Hashem, so therefore it's called the Hamshach, it's already a drawing down from Hashem. There's the essence of the light, and then there's how that essence is already extending out and going towards the worlds, being an eventual source for the worlds. But now, and that's the revelation, but now even within this revelation, the extension from that, the Etzem Ha'ir, there's also two levels. There's the inner essence of that light, the innerness of that light. How before it relates to the outside, vegili and that's the the revelation, so to say, of it's still in the it's the realm of revelation of the essential light, but it's still it's the revelation how it is to how he's revealing himself to himself. It's still not relative to the worlds. It's the it's how that divine energy is being revealed, but only revealed to him to the to the essence, to himself. We're going to give an analogy for this on the next page, what this means, the gili shuhula atzme, revelation, how it's still to yourself. How can you talk about a revelation? If, how is it revealed if it's only revealed to yourself? But there is a concept of this idea of revealing something, even though it's not being revealed to the outside world, but it's being revealed and becoming aware. You're becoming aware of it. Whereas before, it was in a higher level a state, which it wasn't, you were, so to say, weren't aware of it. And so to say, by Hashem, it's a revelation now it's creating a certain revelation from Hashem, but how it's still only relative, only connected to Himself. And this level of revelation is still not related to worlds. And the second level within the revelation of the light is the external aspect of that light, which is actually relative, relative to the worlds and eventually be the source for the worlds. At the bottom of the page, two last two lines, and the explanation of these two, the explanation of these two levels of revelation. It says in at the beginning of the Before the 
the emanations of the world of Atsilas, the highest of the four spiritual worlds, were emanated, and before the creation of the creations and the, the third highest spirit, um, the second to the highest spiritual world, Bria, before those creations were created, next page, there was a a supernal divine light which was totally simple, undefined, that was filling all of existence. Now we're at the top of Chavav, we'll stop there and continue um, the top of Chavav to explain this Eitz Chaim and how it relates to these two levels of revelation of the light. Thank you everybody for listening to the new podcast, Chesidus. This is Levi Gelb. And if anyone has any questions or any thoughts or feedback, please feel free to email me at rabbigelb at gmail.com. Also, please check out my website, chesidusonline.org, and sign up for our weekly email to receive a Maimur Mavur explanation on a Maimur from Teirer Lukute Teirer almost every week. And there you'll also find a, an archive for all our other or older Maimarim that we've already explained on the weekly Parsha on the Yom Tevim. And also you'll notice in the description for this week's episode and for every week's episode a little link to become a monthly supporter, a partner in this uh, for this podcast please consider doing that it will help greatly to allow the episodes to continue and to make them better and you can also dedicate an episode in honor of memory of something or of a simcha and to do that please email email me at rabbigelb at gmail and we can mention that at the beginning and at the end of every of that episode thank you very much